On this podcast, I'm going to be talking about some terms that are often used pertaining to death and dying and how we can possibly change the words that we use. And then changing the words that we use can possibly change the way that we view death and how our dying view their death that is coming and turn it into a more positive thing instead of having it be such a fearful and scary occasion. I'm not trying to take away, well, actually, I am trying to take the fear out of death itself, but I don't think that's possible because death, because death can be scary because it's the unknown. And the unknown scares a lot of people. I'm hoping that shedding some light on some of the negative terms that we use when we're talking about death can get us to thinking and finding other words and finding ways to make death sound more positive and honorable. We'll start with the term or phrase death with dignity or dying with dignity. I'm not sure if you have heard of this before, but I'll give a quick description before I go into why I don't like it or don't necessarily feel like it's the right word or phrase to use with someone who's dying. Death with dignity or dying with dignity. This term used to be used pertaining to medical aid in dying or physician assisted suicide, which is basically when. A doctor prescribes a lethal dose of specific medication in order to expeditiously end the life of a terminally ill patient. This had to be done when the patient was able to self-administer the drug. Still has to be done that way. And the the patient or person had to be cognitive of what was going on in order to request the medication be prescribed to begin with. The family members could not request the medication. The actual person that was dying had to request it. But the term has been changed to medical aid in dying, but a lot of people still use the term dying with dignity or death with dignity. And I wanted to talk about that for a second because what does a dignified death look like? I don't think that there is a death that is not dignified, if that makes sense. I feel like everybody who dies, dies with dignity. Using that term for a specific type of death is kind of one way. So either everybody dies with dignity or everybody dies without it. And the thing about dignity is that it is kind of left up to a person's opinion on what dignity is. Webster's Dictionary definition of dignity says a way of appearing or behaving that suggests seriousness and self-control or the quality of being worthy of honor or respect. I feel like every death is like that. If you're dying, you've lived your life and you deserve honor and respect for that. However, A lot of dying people may not feel that they are dying a dignified death at all, which is why I have problems with that term, dying with dignity. There are not a lot of dignified things when you think about the end of some people's lives. And I say that because we hold a lot of things here in the U.S. to a high 
esteem or a high honor. Being able to go to the bathroom on your own, that's a big deal here. Being able to drive a car, that's a big deal here. Being able to comb your hair, being able to do your makeup, being able to maintain a specific appearance, being able to maintain a specific type of lifestyle. All of those things are big deals here in the U.S. But towards the end of life, we don't get to do that stuff, do we? So saying that a specific type of death is a dignified death is what bothers me. The dying with dignity term, that's what bothers me because I've sat with a lot of people. If you were to ask them how they felt about the end of their lives, a lot of them would say they were tired. They were ready to go. They didn't want to be here anymore. They weren't very proud of how they were. They didn't feel strong. They didn't feel independent and a whole lot of other stuff I've heard. I had a person even tell me he was a person who did a lot of aviation stuff that he was ready to depart. And I asked him what that means. He says, I think you know what it means. I'm ready to leave from here. A lot of aging or dying people feel like they don't have a lot of dignity left. They have to ask loved ones or caregivers to assist them with using the bathroom to assist them with bathing, cooking, and a lot of other basic things that we able-bodied people take for granted. And they don't see a lot of dignity in that. So when they hear somebody talking about dying with dignity and being able to choose and, or just using the word dignity and death at all, it, it is kind of off-putting for some folks. It bothers them because they feel like their death is not dignified They don't get to make the decisions that they used to make. People are in control of their movements, in control of their estates, in control of their medications, basically in control of every aspect of their lives. And when you look at the definition of dignity, you may not feel that there or they may not feel that there is any honor or respect in having to turn over things and not being able to take care of things on their own. For that very reason alone, I'm glad they've kind of done away with the term dying with dignity because one, it makes it seem like the people who live in the states where medical aid and dying, also known as MAID, is available, that they are the ones who had the dignified deaths and the people who chose to fight until the end of their illness didn't have that chance to have a dignified death. Another term I have a small issue with is saying that people lost the battle or lost their fight to a specific disease. And if you think about the people who were fighting the disease, there was nothing about their fight that was losing or a loss. They fought and they overcame until they decided that they could not carry on anymore. And even if they didn't decide and they fought until the end, they fought. I don't feel like there's a loss in that. I feel like there's triumph in that. Triumph in the bravery of them to continue on the fight, to continue on against all odds, to believe that regardless of what the doctors and medical teams say, that they're going to continue to make it and to continue to make it throughout all the pain, all the treatments, all the new diagnosis, all the medication, 
and everything else that they had to endure. I think we need to start looking at death and talking about death in a different manner because that'll take some of the fear out of dying and out of death. Viewing death as an honorable thing versus a losing or weak and weary thing can change a lot of people's mindsets about death. There are monuments and kind words and praise to all of the people who have survived certain illnesses or diseases. And this is not to take away anything because those people are amazing too. They fought and they continued to fight until they were able to heal or become better. They won as well. That is definitely a win. But when it comes to somebody who dies from something like cancer or a heart attack or diabetes or something of that nature that slowly causes your body to deteriorate until your body can no longer function and shuts down, nobody talks about those people as though they're heroes. The people who are dying from those diseases get no accolades. And I think that's part of what causes the fear of death, the scariness in death, the shamefulness in dying. Because whether you stay alive throughout the illness and overcome and continue to live a normal life, or whether you succumb to the illness and you die, you did a great thing. And a lot of dying people don't think that. I feel like that's part of why people fear death as much as they do or part of why people don't want to talk about dying. They don't see it as honorable or dignified. They see living as the honorable and dignified thing to do. A lot of medical staff also aren't trained to deal with or talk about death. Doctors are trained to keep people alive. And I am glad that they are because you don't want a doctor that's like, oh, I don't think I can do anything else. I'm going to let you die. You definitely want a doctor that's going to fight their butt off to keep you here long enough to say bye to your family or to spend more time on this earth and complete the tasks that you feel like you came here to do. But because of this, sometimes doctors feel like they have failed if a person has died on their watch, in their care, under their treatment. Even people who have terminal illnesses that are dying anyway, doctors take that to heart because they want to keep that person alive. But just helping that person through their illness, in my opinion, is a win. So changing how we think about death and how we talk about death and how we speak about the people who have illnesses That would change how we view death in this society. Talking about death in an honorable fashion, in a proud way, not necessarily glorifying it, but letting people know that it's okay. We're all going to die anyway. Some deaths are completely unexpected. Some deaths are expected, but no matter how expected they are, it's still a sudden death. Nobody's ready for death when people when people die. Nobody's like, oh, yeah, I knew they were going to die. This doesn't hurt at all. I'm going to go on about my business. That doesn't happen. I haven't seen it anyway. 
speaking for me, when I knew my grandmother was sick and she would eventually die, I had this inkling about six months before she actually died. But the day that she died didn't make it any better, didn't make it any easier, didn't make anybody any more prepared. But changing how we think about death and how we talk about death could be very helpful. So I challenge you when talking or speaking or thinking about your death or anyone else's death or their fight with a terminal illness or their overcoming of a terminal illness or their life ending because of a terminal illness, change your language, change your thoughts. Instead of some saying somebody lost their fight to cancer, figure out another way. I have a cousin that died from cancer. I spoke about her on my last podcast. I don't feel like she lost anything. She kicked cancer's ass for 15 years. I don't see any loss in that. I don't think that there is a death that is not dignified. If you have lived on this earth, you have dealt with some kind of harshness, some kind of judgment, some kind of not niceness. This is what I say to my two-year-old, not niceness. Some kind of something that made you change the way you looked at yourself. But instead of quitting, you chose to go on and you chose to live until the end. There's dignity in that. Death is an honorable thing. We need to start looking at it like it is and start changing our language to reflect. If we do that, I feel like we could create a more death-positive society. And creating a more death-positive society, I feel like people would better be equipped for death. And hopefully the families will work all of the death doulas, death midwives, and death care workers out of jobs. Because that's my goal. I don't want to be needed. I want everybody to have done the necessary work to take care of the necessary things so that when the time comes, Their family is ready to go and they know what's wanted and they can carry out the wishes of the dying. Getting back to that will help heal our families and our society. Just my opinion. Because death is coming whether we like it or not. My favorite saying, the only fact about life is death. No one knows when we're going to come in, who's going to come in, or how we're going to come in. And while we don't know how we're going to die or when we're going to die, we do know eventually we will die. So the only fact about life is death. So if we begin to look at death in a more positive light, in a more honorable light, and speak of it in a different manner, my hope is that we can change the way our society views death as a whole. And we can have dignified deaths and honorable deaths And the dying person can talk about how proud they are of the life that they live and how far they've gotten instead of being sad and downtrodden and ashamed that they are about to walk out of this earthly realm and transition into the spirit world. The only way we can change our society is by changing our language and changing how we look at death.